You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Under the Dome After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's Under the Dome After Show. Hey, everybody. Bing is for doing, and we are doing another Under the Dome after show. It is episode 107, Imperfect Circles. I'm Matt Lieberman, and joining me, as always, is the wonderful and fantastic Miss Jackie Borowski. Hello. All right. We have a lot to cover this week, lots of cool stuff. Uh, we we had some tragedy. We had some uh, some fun moments. We got to see Big Jim go all Big Jim on somebody and make good on that football story from earlier in the season. We got some some shootings, and we got not quite. We got some answers, but more more really more questions. We got more questions, yeah. which in many ways are better than answers because they are way because more they fun. advance plot too. exactly because they advance plot and. They kind of almost, they felt like we were getting answers. We were moving forward. It was different questions. Yes. And I, I think so far, I don't know if you can say this, but this is by far my favorite episode. By far. Easily. Easily the best episode since the pilot. And I think the writing was even better in this episode. The dialogue felt good. Yeah. I'm trying to remember uh, the name of the writer escapes me, but it was a, it was a female writer. Um, go girl. Yeah. You go girl. Which really was ex- exciting to me. I, I, I always get excited when I, when I see, uh, female writers, because you know there should be way more of them. It's crazy. Uh, Orange is the new black is awesome because almost all the writers are women. Uh, uh, all my favorite writers are women. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, Go my Jackie. two favorite writers, Jane Espenson and Marty Knoxon. Oh, women. both Buffy and yes. Battlestar. They're both yeah. great writers. Yeah, they're great writers. Oh, no wonder we get along. <laughs> okay, but we got to get into this episode. This is not oh. Matt and Jackie actually get along. <laughs> yeah, this that's not the name of the show. This name of the show is Under the Dome, After Buzz, After Show. Okay, so uh, Nori and Joe uh, and Carolyn and Alice. Mm-hmm. So much to unpack. The yes. tragic death of Alice, which I think is our, ma- our first... Major character death, unless you count, of course, the sheriff from the pilot. Well, re- no, Reverend Coggins died too, but like I think this is the for me this is the second death I cared about. Right, it was the sheriff, and because then, I cared about the sheriff. Yeah, and Reverend I cared- Coggins, who cares? Well, I mean, like it was cool and it was brutal, but like he was a bad guy. Yeah, you know, this was like a, a character we'd come to uh, care about and enjoy, right. and it affected people that we like. Uh, so it was a, it was a big big deal. And like, oh, such like a beautiful, heart wrenching scene. Samantha Mathis had such great material this week, and and uh, the women play Nori and Carolyn also had such great material. Uh, Nori in particular, I feel like really stretched as a they performer. Have, they're this all week. great actresses. Oh they're yeah, doing like I I know I just keep saying great, 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 but they're doing a really good job. Yeah, I really mean fantastic. I was just like I'm like tearing up as the whole episode's happening. I laughed, I, I cried, I screamed. Yeah. 
Uh, but here's the thing. Okay, so we were both so excited when Alice and Carolyn got that great yes. scene to themselves, and you rarely ever see a lesbian couple having just like a beautiful, like real, genuine couple moment. Right. You know, between and the two of them. A couple I feel that represents a more genuine couple because I feel I've seen I've seen other shows and yes there have been other cable shows that have done uh, gay relationships very uh, gay and lesbian relationships very well but I think it's always not that these women aren't attractive but it's always like young super hot model types right you know? it's always titillating or right. in, in many cases right but this just felt like a genuine moment from a, a relationship where you know, Carolyn is scared. Alice is running out of insulin and Alice is trying to, you know, make a big show of how well she's doing. And they have this wonderful dance to that M83 song, which is like so sad. And But then it really upset me. I felt cheated because they only gave them that great scene because she was going to die to make you care that much more that she was dying and it it, it really really pissed me off but we this I'll get into predictions i'm not so sure she's dead what yeah okay we're going to save that for predictions uh because what i i don't think that's that didn't happen no i mean maybe okay moving on <laughs> Uh, th- that's the thing with this show. I can't definitively say anything because they give us almost no real answers. They just narrow down the list of questions. So, uh, Nori and Joe have dis- or, or Nori wakes up Joe in the morning with, with a bomb mask. Yeah, with a with a gas mask on, and uh, it was kind of like it felt like a cool kind of foreshadow to maybe the alien connection mm-hmm. uh, with with the dome. Just because, or post, or, or post the apocalyptic. fact that they were bombed, you right? Know, so yeah, but like it, it just reminded me of that scene from Back to the Future where Marty dresses mm-hmm. up in the hazmat suit yes. or in the radiation suit mm-hmm. uh, and says he's Darth Vader. It just yes. reminded me of that. So uh, Joe, being awkward, gangly teenager that he is, he's shirtless in his bed, and Nori's there, and he doesn't know what to do about it. Um, how come you're in my room? Yeah, how come how come you're in my room? Uh, 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 and he uh he's he's like, "Well, hold on, I'm only in boxers. I, I turn around, I got to watch." She's like she's like, "So?" He's like, "Aren't you going to turn around?" She's like, oh, "I'm just kidding, god." And she's just like such a firebrand. He doesn't know he he can't handle her. He's like he's too like small town goofy. He's he's not ready. That's what makes it she's so She's a fast cute. girl. Their relationship is so cute. Yeah, to I me. know. But Jackie, she's a fast girl. She'll <laughs> chew him up and spit him out. He is not ready for that kind of anyway. Uh so they decide to go and try to figure out how they can activate or shut down the dome since they have dome powers. Right. And uh Joe likes the fact that he has dome powers, Nori doesn't. Um, and it, it kind of sets up this interesting question of like, how far do their dome powers go? Um, you know, Joe, Joe thinks it's an amazing thing that we were chosen. We were mm-hmm. chosen for this. This has never happened in the history of humanity. And he, he's got a good point. You know, he's, they are special. They are unique. No one has ever had any kind of connection to anything that is unexplained. That is just the two of them. And, I'm wondering if they can talk to the dome, what else can they do? And I'm sure that that leads you to your Alice isn't, isn't dead theory. But like, 
no, they, the, 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 the death scene was too sad. They wouldn't have gone that far just to have her show up again. Unless, or, they killed Buffy and brought her back. And yeah. it was really sad. Okay, the, yeah, they killed Buffy and brought her back, but she was the star of the show and it was only the second season, and they didn't know if they were going to get a no, third season. No, they did se- that in the fifth season. In the fifth when season? When they didn't know that they were going to get a sixth season, but, because they were switching stations. But this isn't about No, she Buffy. died twice. Yes. Okay, fine. Anyway, this is you're right. This is not about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, a great show for those of you who have not seen amazing it. Amazing show. Mm-hmm. An amazing show. Uh, Marissa if anybody wants to, on the ones and yeah, twos. If anybody wants to tweet me, I know an insane amount of not, stuff about it. Yeah. So. Yes. Buffy is my show. Buffy is my Look, show. Look, you can tweet all of us about it. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Okay, are. but <laughs> under the dome. Yeah. Under the dome. So... So Nori feels like she doesn't want it's it's that it's that old X Men thing of like are my powers a gift or a curse right right I I feel like that's uh, the episode was written by Caitlin Parrish good on you Caitlin Parrish what an awesome awesome episode and uh, I we're wondering what their powers are they're making out up against the dome every like superheroes supernatural kind of story thing you always wonder like. Are these powers a blessing or a curse? That's the thing about being burdened with such responsibility. Well, you can really say it about any kind of gift. Anyone who's good at anything, because then you also, you have the burden of potential. You know, you're able to do this. Say you're you're a great singer, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Or you're a great pianist, I think is a better example, right? A concert pianist. And, you know, you're, you're capable of this great, great talent. But then you have to work non-stop to live up to that potential and you if you're not committing yourself to that then people will feel that you have not you know really lived up to that potential uh so it's going to be interesting once people find out that they do have dome powers what they're going to do with that knowledge Mm -hmm. uh so they're making out against the dome which like i guess they can touch whenever they want now Mm -hmm. because the dome is okay with that and then it's, the dome is happy that the radio frequency has been restored and yeah. everything in balance has and he, been restored. And Joe's like, no, we need to do something that we've never done before against the dome. And she's like, I am not having sex with you for the first time up against the dome. And he's like, wait, you, you'd be into that? <laughs> and she's like, she gives that like wry smile that says, yes, I'd be into it, but I'm not going to tell you because we're teenagers, Joe. Get a room for your brain. Anyway... Uh, so they decide to go to the center of the dome, which begs the question, Jackie, why has no one thought of this before? Um, I think Joe meant, Joe did mention it in like the first or second episode, but then it's like, it's like this thing with his sister. Joe, Joe is just, he's very inconsistent. Yes. But he's also a teenager, so right. he's so like easily sense. distracted. Yeah. He's got a girlfriend now, so he's distract. He's too distracted to remember that his his sister is missing, except for when a missile's going to go off, or that he was supposed to go see the center of the dome earlier. And right. Then- but now when he can go with his girlfriend, he's okay with it. He's that teenage friend that you always hated who dropped you the moment they got a girlfriend or a boyfriend. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible yeah, he Joe. Yeah, left Benny by himself to clean up a cafeteria. Poor ben. Ben, who has been relegated to cleaning up the cafeteria and, and, and just being the token Asian, not quite stoner skater kid in all of Chester's Mill who has had nothing to do since that epic rager that he threw at Joe's house. Poor Joe. But 
and and I know I know this isn't gonna happen, but I totally want Ben and Angie to wind up together. It, it's uh, Matt is at home writing Ben and Angie I am fan not, fiction. I am not writing fan fiction. <laughs> I'm going to recite off the top of my dome uh, some some Ben and Angie scenarios. Oh, what? They're going to work together to keep the, the Rose's Diner, you know, functioning in this new dome paradigm. And he's flipping burgers and she's running the front of the house. And then all of a sudden, one of the, she slips and she's about to drop a tray, but he catches it. And all of a sudden she realizes, wait a second, he's grown up so much since the dome came down. Anyway, this moving This sounds an on. awful, like, fan fiction to me. <laughs> I, I, but I just came up with that right now. So it's not, it's not fan fiction. Okay. It's fan improv. <laughs> Just let's let's anyway. We're not talking about the two of them yet. We're talking about Nori and Joe, the inconsistent teenager, radical, nerdy, whatever. Going to the center of the so they domeverse, go, right? And they go to the center of the dome. And um, can we talk about how they have to go through a random like barley wheat field that didn't exist before? Yeah, this is a very oddly laid out town. <laughs> I feel like the layout of the town is very inconsistent. Things keep moving. And I've seen I've seen the map and from from reading the book and it just doesn't seem I don't know. I don't think that the center of the town would be in the barley field. But it wasn't. It the center me- of the town was in the woods off of the barley field. They were crossing through the barley field, and that's when the dog got scared. See, the, logically, the woods would be oh, wait, outskirts the, of the town. The dog's name. We we took we took it down specifically because it was a great dog's name for a great dog. I'm looking that up. While okay, you, you look it up. Having thoughts. So, uh, dog gets scared, runs away. They find. A mini dome inside the dome with an egg inside. So meta. What? So we've got a dome under the dome, and we even had a shot that was from under the dome under the dome with this egg in it, and they're trying to communicate with it, and they use their dome powers to communicate with the dome. That was the big thing that we learned this week. That is a definitive answer, or two definitive answers. Truman. Truman! Great dog name. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, two definitive answers this week. The dome is sentient, mm-hmm. and it can communicate with us. We can also, or at least... And it has a center. It has a center. and Well, I mean, that was always going to... But, like, what was we in We know the for sure that it right. has a center. We've seen it. Yes. We've seen and, a center. And Truman, the thing... Um, there's a dog in the book that's... I mean, it's not the same dog, but yeah. it has kind of, like, a sixth sense almost, like most animals do, I feel. You know, and so the dog kind of gives them the clue to where the center of the dome is. And I wonder if that's going to play into it as well. Because they can't introduce a dog just to have him hanging out all the time. Um, yeah, they can. Because he's Truman, he's a great dog, and he can do whatever he wants. And domes scare him, okay? Mini domes scare Truman, and that's why he ran away. Which, like, how did they find Truman again? Cause they just wasn't he with Ben earlier? Yeah, Truman is just all. They need to start looking at Truman because Truman showed up after the dome came down, right? Because Ben found Truman, and now Truman is scared off by the mini dome, and then he just disappeared, and then he's with Ben again. Truman has a sense about things. I feel it. Truman is the dome. No, I know. I know Truman's not the dome. (laughs) Anyway, so Nori and Joe can communicate with it by touching the mini dome. Uh, and it caused Alice to appear to Nori, uh, signaling that she had to go and find her mom immediately. 
Uh, because and there's an egg inside this mini dome. Right. Uh, there's an egg inside the mini dome. So we have this very tragic uh, scene where Alice dies and she tells her and Carolyn to take care of each other. And then Nori runs to the dome and she puts her hands on it and she tells it to give her her mom back. And for a while during that sad scene, I just wanted her just just put her hand on her heart and just just jumpstart it dome style. Because she's got dome powers and she should be able to do that with some kind of dome electricity. You know, and 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 the fact that she didn't even try just just says to me that she's not as smart as she should be. She should try jump-starting mom's heart. But I feel that she she probably thought that the power wasn't in her, that the power was with the dome. So she went to the source, which happened to be conveniently located outside right. of... The dome is whatever we want it to be. Right. Or wherever we want it to be. Um, so she begs for mom to come back, but I don't think that that's going to happen. Jackie does, and she'll explain it more later... But and there was a dome baby. There was a dome. The there was a dome baby, and we're going to get to that in a second. I just want to talk about the last shot of the episode. Oh yes. So because of this whole situation, we go back to Mini Dome, and the egg has pink lines traveling upward, pink stars falling in lines. Now, in this case, they were falling up, or they weren't falling at all, but. We now have some idea of what the pink stars are. The pink stars have something to do with Dome Egg. And I'm sure we'll learn more about Dome Egg in the weeks to come. All right. So the other – we had some other big plots this week, uh, one of them being uh, Barbie and Julia, who totally did it after last week's episode. They totally did it. And Julia wanted him to stay after, mm-hmm. which is, you know, like so her. Um but, like, it's sweet, except for the fact that he's totally lying to her about the fact that he killed her husband. But I'm not going to try... I'm not going to bring that up every week. Like, That'll come up later. What's wrong with me? I can't bring this up every week. Anyway, um, they get interrupted as they're about to totally do it again uh, by Harriet, Julia's neighbor, who, uh, of course, has a moment when she sees a half-naked man uh, at Julia's door early early in the morning. Or just really any good-looking... Just a man. That's not Julia's husband. That's not Julia's husband. Exactly. And way better looking than Julia's husband. Mm-hmm. Let's face it. <laughs> he kind of like like a George Costanza thing going. Anyway, so... <laughs> so she wants to borrow get some yogurt because it's the only thing she can keep down, yada yada. She sees a vision of her husband, which is really just the dome beckoning to her to touch it, which causes a chain reaction and causes her to go into labor like that, Mm -hmm. Uh, which is crazy, which means the dome wanted this baby born. Why? What? Did it imbue the baby with dome powers? Or is, is this baby, you know, what if the dome caused this chain reaction to happen so that Alice would overexert herself and die? The Dome wanted the only doctor in town dead. That might be a good point there. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's what makes the most sense to me. Cause it's, Although I, you did have a good point. Where are all the like clinicians and all Exactly. The Cause there should be and... other people who can birth a baby because there are, there are nurses who have delivered babies with the doctors that are no longer there. 
they have experience delivering babies that Alice does not have. So I don't understand the but logic. But I, I do understand that. Uh, you well, know, they were Alice trying to get to the, the closest person, but right. it's still, it's like you could have just while that was happening called one of those nurses. Yeah, back. use use the walkie talkies. Barbie, you know, after giving all his big ballyhoo about not being a deputy last week, goes right back to being on the police force this week. Still no badge, definitely gun. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they they deliver this baby. They have a run in with the uh, with the dungy. Or there's the, nothing Barbie can't do. By yeah. the way, he can birth babies. He can birth babies. He can save people. Yeah. He apparently seems to be good in bed. Sure. Apparently. We don't know. Yeah. I would I would guess that from, from the scene. The that, tenderness? Yes. The post-coital tenderness? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Is If we were taking bets, I would say the, the odds are pretty good. They're, He's good at burying people. Yeah. The odds are at least... them in the cabin. At least three to five that Barbie's good in bed. Sure. He's, he's, he's probably. I mean, he's athletic, right? He's handsome. Anyway, we're not talking about that because <laughs> that's not what this show is about. This show is about domes and people and yada yada. Barbie's one of the people in the dome. <sighs> okay. Reach out to us in the comments if you want to know, if you want to have an opinion about whether or not Barbie is good in bed. There. We've opened it up to the floor. Everyone can let us know. This is inappropriate because young people listen to our show, which is terrifying. Anyway. Uh, um, so they, they deliver this baby and then the, the, the final image of the two of them this week is they've got their fingers intertwined. They're all intimate together. This is moving really fast. It's moving perhaps too fast for me. the baby is named Alice. The baby is named Alice, Alice after Alice. Which I love. She says, she says, Alice meet Alice and a little tear goes down her face and I was like, oh God. I know. But like, okay, here's another theory, right? So it was named Alice. So what if Alice isn't dead in that she is reincarnated in this baby? That could be something interesting. That could be something very interesting. Because then, because of the dome electricity, the baby starts aging really rapidly until it becomes new Alice. Except she, she like plateaus with the speed aging when she's like Nori's age. And then Nori and her mom become best friends. And then she starts aging backwards like Benjamin Button. Yes, back to the baby until it becomes pure dome electricity and then it becomes a dome egg. Which, when they touch it to the original dome egg, all kinds of crazy stuff happens. This is why I love science fiction shows because you can ask these kind of questions and they don't sound completely ridiculous, just mostly. (laughs) Anyway, um, I think that kind of ties it up with with Barbie and Julia for this week. Uh, They're going to get more and more intimate until eventually he tells her the truth because come on you have to uh really quickly uh before we continue uh i just want to say two things the first thing um for those of you who have been watching our show uh you're familiar with uh kevin undergaro and maria menounos who founded after buzz tv they made a movie this year called the adventures of serial buddies it's a really really funny fantastic movie a dark twisted comedy uh packed with celebrity cameos uh, Henry Winkler's in it, Christopher Lloyd, uh, Maria's in it, herself, Kathy Lee Gifford, Beth Bears from Two Broke Girls, Artie Lang is in it, Christopher McDonald, and uh, a really funny core main cast of hilarious comedians. Uh, it's a it's Dumb and Dumber meets Dexter, 
And it is available online at SerialBuddies.com as well as on iTunes. It is $4.99 to rent the movie, $5.99 to buy. And all of that money, if you do so choose to rent or buy the movie, goes into AfterBuzz. So if you love our free programming and you want us to continue to do it and make it even better and do things like put together our amazing new website, which Marissa spearheaded... Uh, it's really, if it's you haven't really checked out our website, awesome. it's really awesome. It's There's really after, after Buzz merchandise there, too. There's After Buzz merchandise, too. I didn't even know about the merch, mm-hmm. and I'm totally going to pick some up. Anyway, if you want to support us, uh, this is the best way to do it, and you get a great movie out of it. So it's kind of a bargain for you. Also, uh, we love all the feedback that we've been getting on uh, YouTube and iTunes, and even on Twitter. We love getting tweets. Uh, from our fans and from people watching the show. We love extending the conversation beyond this podcast. Uh, so please reach out to us and please keep reviewing and commenting on iTunes because that's how we get tracked in the in the ratings here at AfterBuzz. And so, I think we have I think we have someone from the Philippines. Someone from the Philippines is watching. And um, someone said they're watching the show even though they weren't going to keep watching the actual Under the Dome show. Oh really? Yeah. They just like us. Which is cool. Which is Thanks, super guys. cool. Thanks, Thanks you. <laughs> Thanks whoever you are. Uh, so yeah, let us know where you're where you're watching from and let us know that you love the show so we can keep doing it and bring you the same great under the gnome after show programming that you have come to expect. Okay, done plugging. Time to get into some meat and potatoes, the favorite meal of Mr. Big Jim Rennie. Dean Norris, what can we say? Oh my god, Dean Norris is amazing. Every the I know why he had to have this role. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone else could have played it. And no. he does it with such finesse. Yes. He he added some real complexity to to he, the character. He saw I I always feel that he's so complex in this. Yeah. And, and his face, the way he makes his facial expressions, they can read more than one way, too. Absolutely. Which is why you never know what Big Jim is really thinking. Yeah. I think that the death of Rose really hit him. Yes. In, in, a, in, a, in a deep way that none of this dome foolishness has so far. Yes. Uh, I think she's the only person, aside from his own son, that he really cared about in the town. He cares about the town. He cares about the town in context of him running the town. Mm-hmm. But she is the person he cares about and now she's gone so that makes him even more dangerous because he is a man with with something to protect is dangerous yes a man with nothing to protect is even more dangerous because they're willing to lay waste to anything and in this episode we saw we saw jim rennie get stripped of or strip himself of everything yes uh, you know, he kicked Junior out of the house mm-hmm. because Junior didn't listen. Man, and that was totally, a scene. He went into Angie's room in the middle of the night after he said, don't do it. And it's just like, boy, are you ever going to learn? And he slapped him in the face. Oh, my God. So hard. That was, to me, I was like, it, it, for the people that were here at After Buzz listening to us watch the show, yeah. they were like, stuff must have been going down. Yeah, I know. People kept peeking in. They are like, what's going on? We're like, stuff! And they're, <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay, I gotta catch up. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I was, I didn't, you know, he's been um, so calculated in his movements up until this point that I really feel like that slap to Junior was just pure, unadulterated, like, yeah, like just emotion. Well, until now, Junior was the one thing that he couldn't control, that he didn't have his thumb over, and it really pisses him off when there's something that he can't control. 
uh, you know, Junior sickens him. And, like, that slap was just pure, like, you are a failure. You're not just a failure. You're a freak. And I can't believe that I made you. Mm-hmm. Like, it was it was that primal, which mm-hmm. is, is just so awesome. And it's something that he delivers in spades. And, uh, you know... Then he has this moment with Angie where he's talking about Rose and she says that she wants to go visit her and he has to let her know that, you know, that Rose is still in the diner and he's just, he's just so hurt. Like there's just nothing left there. His face was so profound. Like when, when he's delivering this news to Angie, it's like he had just slapped Junior. He's still dealing with whether or not Angie is going to tell the whole town about everything and she brings it up. Yeah. And um and then he has to de- he has to let the whole news about Rose sink in at the it same time. It made me it made me almost care it made me care about yeah. him for the he first had, time. And he had this very just like careworn like complex like so many things are going on look in his face yeah. that you were just like wow. It, you know. He's going through a lot. And it's a small town. I wonder if, you know, maybe in another life, he and Rose would have wound up together instead of him and his late wife. Right. Um, which, it, it, it seems that way. He was very, very attached to her. And uh, then he goes to visit Ollie and kind of tell, uh, try to mend fences. Mm-hmm. You know, they're in this arrangement now. It'll make them both look good. Let's just bury the hatchet and be partners. And Ollie is such a dick. He's like, see ya, wouldn't want to be ya. Yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, are you so sure that this is your propane? Beer? I'm trying not to swear, because we have young viewers. Beer is apparently yeah. a swear word. It is a swear word. It's an almost <laughs> swear word. It's it's two-fifths of a swear word. So, uh, don't don't tell your mom. Anyway. <laughs> or use it. Yeah. 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 And don't use my weird, garbled version of it in place of it, either, because that's weird. Anyway. So, Ollie has swooped in and taken the patro- and taken all the propane mm-hmm. out from under Big Jim's nose, and it's the first time that we see the propane. Yes, it's the first time that we see all the propane, and it's you know all these these little stacks, these you know warehouses full of propane, and he and Boomer have swooped in and taken all of it. And, and Big Jim. Yeah, and he's left Boomer there as the muscle. Yeah, and Boomer is is a big muscle. Mm-hmm. He's pretty much all muscle. Yeah. yeah, Boomer is one giant muscle. One giant muscle carrying a gun until Boomer went boom when Big Jim, when drunk Big Jim blew him up by shooting the gas tank of his truck, which was full of propane. This um, is, and then it's like Big Jim goes back to this behavior where. Where he's like, okay, I've got a loose cannon. Yeah, I'm gonna put it back in order. Exactly. Well, it's he he walks in. He when he finds out that the propane isn't his and he got smacked. When he walks into that diner, he is just pure menace. Like he's barely holding it together, and you totally see where Junior gets his crazy from. Because mm-hmm. like that's the thing is, Big Jim I think is just better at hiding it than Junior will ever be. Because Big Jim didn't have Big Jim as a dad. Well, I also think that Big Jim, Big Jim seems to have more of a mind for making plots, where Junior is just kind of reactionary. Yes, um, and we'll get into Junior's cold face as he murders uh, one of the brothers. One Junior's of the very Dupree reactionary. Brothers. Yeah, Big Jim thinks through the things that he does. Even he's like. That's interesting. Crazy. They're kind of like right and left brain. Yeah. Like, you know, Big Jim is 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 logic and calculated and it's just sort of like 
a, if this is a threat, it must be eliminated. That is what will happen. This will preserve order. This is the next step versus like Junior is just a raw nerve. He's all feeling. Yes. He's all feeling. And that's feeling. why when, um, when Lynn, Big Jim slapped him in the yeah. face, that was the only moment I've seen where he really hasn't appeared to have thought through anything. He, that was his raw emotion moment. Yeah. That was his raw moment. And oh, it was so sad. Junior was just like, please, dad, don't do, don't do this, dad. Dad. Like he says, he's his effing dad. But right? It's like, and it's almost like staring at yourself and wondering, being like, oh, this sickens me because it's like you have to realize that's a part of you. Yeah. That's, does these crazy things. And it's a part of him that I think he'd rather forget that he has. Right. Um, even though he continues to rely upon it in these difficult times. Uh, so he comes into the diner with uh, with Ben and Angie, and he goes and he gets the secret liquor, and he just starts drinking right out of the bottle, because he owns the place. And As we discover. Right. And and Ben's like, oh, hey, Mr. Rennie, uh, you know, I'm a character on this show. I, I believe we haven't had a scene together. Um <laughs> And uh, I think, why does it? Nobody in town seems to know who Benny Drake is. Well, because because Ben is he's he's a quiet child. He only speaks up when he's got something pop culture to say, or if he's being you know like flippant or irreverent, or he's doing a skateboarding trick. He hasn't been given any character development so far. We and don't know who his parents are. And he's, no, I, yeah, we I've don't seen even know. no other Asian people in <laughs> Chester's Mill. So where does he live? What if Ben is the dome? What if Ben is the dome? We don't know even if his parents are there under the dome or outside the dome. No, or... wait, but seriously, what if... No. Be- no, but what if Ben is the dome? Seriously, he came in earlier on before the dome drops. He becomes friends with Joe because he's drawn to Joe because Joe is a dome child. And then the dome comes down and he's there to just manage stuff and be funny. I think Benny is just the local burnout that nobody seems Fine. to notice. Yeah, I know. He's... And I love how he's like best friends with Joe, but Angie doesn't seem to really know him either. Well, it's because, yeah, because he's just that burnout that everybody like sees, but nobody talks to, um, which is like, you know, screwed up because I'm sure he's got a lot to offer. Um, he has a luscious long hair. Yeah. He knows how to brush. Yeah. He could be a delivery boy on his skateboard. You know, there's there's lots of... He could of, be a model for beanies. Sure, he could be a beanie <laughs> model. And he's got lots to offer to Angie. Angie, open up your heart. Seriously? You'll you'll discover that he just got left behind a couple of grades, and he actually is over 18, and he's smart and has a heart. Anyway, um, so Big Jim gets threatened by Ollie in his office when he's gone through, like, half the bottle, which, like, he should have passed out. Right. He's an older dude. He can't drink... That much. He drinks the entire bottle of whiskey in a day, which is insane. No one can, anyone who can do that has a problem. I mean, he has a problem, but like, come on, that's crazy. Maybe the dome is giving his body powers to right. retain alcohol. Yeah, so Ollie tells him, you know, this is my town now, so you better toe the line or you're gonna get it. So Big Jim doesn't like that one bit, so he starts a war with Ollie by blowing up Boomer, uh, which. We'll talk more about the scenes from next week uh, in in predictions, but it looks like it's going to blow up in a big way. All right. So let's talk. Uh, we talked a little bit about them, but let's talk about Angie and Junior and Linda. We talked a lot about Ben, so we don't need to talk about Ben, but I just want to talk about um, hunting down uh, Waylon and Clint, uh, yes. our brothers from last week. 
Well, it's funny, uh, maybe not funny, but it was interesting because I didn't really recognize them as characters because I guess they were, you know, they're in the diner, they're causing havoc. Yeah. And when when they first appear to siphon the gas out of the car... We weren't sure. We weren't sure if that was them. Yeah, and, or if they were just other and, young street toughs. And the writers apparently knew that because they're like, oh... Yeah. Come on, Waylon. Okay, good. Great. It's these guys. Yeah. Um and they they had this like very road warrior esque plot to like block the road and siphon gas at gunpoint. Uh which it's true. The gas is far more important than the cars. The cars are gonna become completely, you know, uh obsolete without the gas. Mm-hmm. So the gas is the most important thing. Um, and thankfully, Barbie notices them running off with a trash can to build their barricade, and he, he puts a stop to it temporarily. Linda tells Junior, all right, we're going to arrest them, and we're going to figure it out from there. Uh, even though we don't have a judge, we'll create a court system or something. And Junior... That brings up... I thought, though, even for Junior, who I think of typically as a you know raw nerve kind yeah. of meat-headed person... For him to bring up the fact that there's no court and what do we do with them, I was like, oh, that is a fair point. It is a fair point. They have to elect Because so far, the only person they arrested, they just shot dead in the woods. Right. Well, they need, like, to elect a new council. Yes. They need to elect a new council, and the council will vote on such things. Uh, There really is no government. No. There really is no government, and that's going to become more and more of a problem. And I don't think Big Jim or Ollie is going to allow anyone else to have any control of the town which is screwed but it's kind of how things are right now so and this is what happens to a town that has no government and no rules it's like it, there's there's new currency the food and gas are currency and everybody's yeah. out for themselves and society is literally falling apart inside the dome it's the fascinating part of these kinds of shows and uh so junior wanted to go along with this plan until, of course, he finds out that one of them tried to rape his precious Angie. So that got him wicked pissed, and he's just like, I will kill anything that looks like a... uh, Is it a Dupree or a Dungy or... Dundies. Dundee. Darn it. I knew... See, that's the thing. It's Dundee, and that made me think of The Office, is the Dundee brothers. Anything that looks like a Dundee... It is getting tagged with a bullet. And he's got a massive assault knew, rifle. We just kind of knew that they were they oh, were totally. destined for failure. Totally you don't know what die. their face looks like. Right. They're kind of like nondescript bad guy characters. Yeah. And it looked for a second like Junior was going to toe the line. They had them surrounded. They were putting the cuffs on. But then, of course, Waylon has to go and try to break free. And then Linda... Shoots him like a boss. In, like, in self-defense. In self-defense. Because yeah. he had a gun, and she just aimed and fired. And she looked great. You know, like, yeah. like it was like her face, like her focus. She was target shooting. Yeah. She knew what to do in that situation. And she, and she has said up until this point, you, to several times, you don't shoot unless you feel that your life is in danger. Exactly. Whereas Junior is chasing down is chasing down Clint and Clint trips. He's like, I'll I'll, I'll come quietly, please. Uh, I, like, just arrest me. And then he just he just picks up that gun, point blank, point blank, just, and it's like it's like like that, like nothing. And his face is just expressionless. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh my god, it's like it's like cutting it's like cutting up a chicken before putting it in the oven, like to this guy. Mm-hmm. It was nothing to mm-hmm. kill this guy. Nothing. 
which is terrifying. Junior's crazy. Junior is crazy. We but knew that. But yeah, it's nothing yeah. that we didn't know. Okay. I say it's time we go into predictions. Oh, wait. We didn't talk about the last scene in which they're in the diner. Junior comes in. Oh, yeah. So, Junior comes in. Uh, he sneaks up on Angie. How did he sneak up on her? That was that was actually a moment where I screamed because <laughs> she did scream. I did scream because they're like they're like ha- uh, Ben and uh, Angie are having this moment where Angie's like, "Oh, this is the first time I've cleaned the diner and not been grumpy about it." Because and- Ben's there, <laughs> and they like there's a sense of pride with yeah. like cleaning up the place. Mark my her. words, season two, unless they introduce new characters. They're totally getting together oh my God. by season and two. And then he just comes in and he's like, Angie. Angie. And we're and like, oh! like, whoa, holy crap. Yeah. Um, which, like, I guess there's more than one door in that place. Anyway, he's like, I have something that I need to tell you, uh, which means you can beat it. And Ben's like, no, I think I'm going to stick around. And Ben's and- balls drop and he's like, no. Yes. And that's another reason why was- I'm like... Him and Angie totally together. I was like, I expected Ben to be like, okay, bye. But yeah. I was like, no, Ben stayed and good on Ben. Good on Ben. Uh, and he, he was just there. Uh, Junior was just there to be like, well, you know, I know that I can't make you love me and I'm sorry. And she's like, all right, I heard you go away, <laughs> which is absolutely the call that she should have made. She didn't right. overreact. She just, she heard him. I think she appreciated that he said it, but they are just words. Go away. Mm-hmm. Those are also words. And now it is time for predictions. And now your AfterBuzz TV predictions. Okay, so Jackie, you have a theory about Alice, and I want you to elaborate on that. And we're going to talk about more dumb stuff and the scenes from next week. Uh, yeah. I know that they t- try to talk to the dome by, like, touching it and saying things to the mini dome. Right. And it didn't really – I mean, it did offer them something. Yeah. So, I mean, even though it didn't say words or respond in a in a way that I guess they really understood, yeah. it responded in sort of a supernatural way. And I think that they have such power that when the dome – when they ask things of the dome, it does respond. So either I think that um, Alice is not going to be dead – or I think that new Alice is going to have, like, qualities of old Alice. Yeah. Like, they somehow got crossed somehow. Yeah. Here's here's what I think about, about communication with the Dome. The Dome doesn't speak in words because it doesn't understand English. Right. It understands contact because it can read thoughts mm-hmm. or feelings or, or, you know, pulse quickening or whatever. Um, and, that, and it responds... Through images. Mm-hmm. However, no, because because Greg, the fake Navy guy, totally spoke to uh, to Harriet earlier in the episode. Oh yeah, he did. I mean, it, but I mean, the other thing is, how much is it just mimicking certain right. behaviors? You know, like I mean, the dome might not even understand the words that came out of his mouth, but maybe it had seen him before and yeah. it's just. Maybe it can just, it can only project to us our own fears and desires for its own nefarious ends. Um, Although letting Nori see her mom. But it helped them and it helped the rain and everything and it let Nori see her mom. I don't know. What is that dome up to? What is its agenda? 
you know, something's happening with this egg. And I'm wondering. And notice we didn't see any of the Alice, Nori, none of that in the previews. They yeah. specifically kept it out of the previews. Which is great. Here's here's what here's what I'm wondering. Did the pink lines or the pink stars in the egg get activated by the death or the birth? Hmm. That is fascinating. Yeah. Because the the dome caused the birth. Mm -hmm. The dome caused the birth. And I'm wondering, will it fill with energy as more people die? Or will there be more babies? Or will the life generation of this new Alice somehow fuel dome egg? And what's inside the dome egg? What's inside dome (laughs) egg and why is it there? And is it generating the dome or is the dome creating something because of it? We don't know. Also, they need to dig around mini dome and see if it's a sphere. How far it goes. It it will be, though. Yeah. Um, Okay, uh, Jackie Borowski, where can the people find you? At 123Jackie underscore B on Twitter and at 123JackieB on Instagram. Okay, and you can find me at Matt Lieberman on Twitter. That's M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. You can also find me here on AfterBuzz TV on the Breaking Bad After Show and the Low Winter Sun After Show, both starting this Sunday. Go see Low Winter Sun. Low Winter Sun starts this Sunday. I worked... uh, on it a little bit. Yeah. So, please. It looks super, super cool. Can't is, wait to see I've it. I've seen the pilot. It's super cool. All right. Thank you, guys. And we will see you. We're actually going to be taping on Monday next week, right after the episode airs. Yes. Um, at, at 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pacific time. So if you're up, you can watch us live on AfterBuzzTV.com and join the conversation with us on Twitter live. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you on Monday. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.